West Genesee, CNS, it's a great matchup because CNS is undefeated for the third straight regular season and now going through the postseason so far. And then West Genesee has one loss, and that only loss is to CNS 27-10. So that is setting up what we have right now, and it's setting up the conversation that you're going to hear in this moment that I had with Brad May going into this game, and here he is. Obviously, you know, you and I had spoken in the past, spoke last season about the, uh, you know, the growth of this team. And Coach was talking about this isn't something that was built this year. It was built over time. Just what you can say about that building over time. Well, certainly chemistry is a big part of our success. And I think if we weren't as close as we were as a team, that we would certainly wouldn't be as uh, successful. But uh, definitely all these practices have brought us close together. All the off-the-field uh, bonding definitely has made us better as a team. What is some of that off-the-field bonding, some of the things that you guys get to do together? Uh, just hanging out at each other's houses, playing video games together, a lot of Fortnite, definitely a lot of that. Uh, just... Uh, Oh, de- big one. Uh, Solvay Lanes got kicked out of there one time. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, no, a lot of that stuff. It's cool. So, I've never played Fortnite, but apparently this is a very big thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not an old guy, so it's not like I don't know what it. But it, why is it so big? Why is it so important? Um, you know, it's just it's just monumental. It's it's something new. They're always updating it. It's and only one person wins, so you gotta keep playing until you win, right? So and it's pretty hard to win, so you gotta be playing for a long time. But yeah, no, it's it's good. I like it. What's harder, running the ball or playing Fortnite and winning? Uh, I'm pretty good at Fortnite, so I'm gonna have to say running the ball. <laughs> so you know what you've been able to do, what you had against uh, Liverpool in a very close game at CNS, you had that touchdown difference. Mm-hmm. Just what you can say about staying the course in that game, and when it went back and forth, just believing in yourself and believing in the team, believing in the offensive line to do what you needed to do. Yeah, well, uh, at halftime, everybody was super, super positive. Everyone was saying that there's no doubt in our minds we're winning this game. And when we were down, uh, we all were super positive, uh, heads held high. And we drove down that field, marched down, and we and we got the touchdown. We got what we needed, what we were striving to do. And everybody knew there was not, not a point, not a question in anyone's mind. We were winning that game the whole way. We, we had the momentum, and uh, we were confident in ourselves that we were going to pull it out. What made you guys believe that? Like you said, you know, it's one thing to believe in yourselves, but you said there's no way we were losing. Nobody believed that we were going to lose. It didn't matter what the score was. It didn't matter how much time was left. We weren't going to lose. Bring me into that mentality. So everybody has seen what we do in practice, and we all know that we watched their film, and we knew who we are as a team, and we knew that we were the better team, and we thought that we had the momentum going for ourselves. And we know as a team that once we pick up that momentum that there's nobody stopping us, and uh, we, we had it, and we got it. You gutted that one out 17-14, to 14, the game before that 38-8 to 8 against CBA. Just what you could say about a, a tale of two games and just what it shows about the team that you could have a blowout like that and then win one in the trenches and, you know, kind of your run and then the run by Liverpool before that. So you had to win one in a very tight quarters where the other one you, you were able to blow them out at home. Mm-hmm. Well, I think either... If it's close or if it's uh, a blowout, we're, we're still giving it 110%. Um, but definitely, I'd prefer to be in a dogfight, uh, like a 17-14 game, because you're into it. Everybody's into it. You know, when it's a blowout, it, you could just maybe get a little dry. Everyone is like, okay, when's this, when's this game ending, you know? Are we, this is almost done. But in that dogfight, 
everybody was tuned in. Everybody was going crazy on the sidelines. Everyone was looking at the stands, getting them all riled up. And I think that's what I, I prefer. But, yeah, no, we're, we're looking for a dogfight with CNS, that's for sure. CNS hasn't lost a game this season. You only lost one game, and it was to CNS, 27-10. Mm-hmm. Just what this game, is there a revenge? Is, is there that feeling? Is there that chip on the shoulder, knowing that you're almost perfect if not for that game, and they are perfect going into it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like our coaches have told us this week that we're the underdog, uh, and there's no doubt about that. N- nobody really thinks that we're going to win. Uh, except for us, but with that, uh, what comes with that is that we don't have that pressure since we're the underdog. They have all the pressure in the world right now because they got to stay perfect. They got to, they have to beat us. They they have to make it through this. But we don't have that pressure, so we're gonna stay true to ourselves. We're gonna we're in that film room all week long, and we think we got it. What can you say about this CNS team this year? What are you seeing? What is something that maybe is sticking out to you, especially having played that game, and, and not just have film on them, but have film on them against you? Mm-hmm. Well, they def- they're a team that's super, super talented. Connor Hayes, great quarterback. Uh, Jeremiah, uh, they got Jaquan McGriff in the backfield. Great bunch of guys. They're really cool. Uh, I saw them at the Dome. But they're, I think what sticks out with them is they're just a super fast team, really fast. Uh, there was nobody really, that I think, that could contend with their speed that we faced this year. But, um... But what we got to do to defend against that is just secure the perimeter, uh, have have contained Connor's. Connor's a shifty guy; he'll get out of some stuff. Um, but yeah, no, we just got to contain and uh, try and make it seem like they're not that fast. I guess. Who are some of the guys on the defensive side of the ball that you really think you go up against them in practice all the time? The ones that you think can slow down CNS or threaten what CNS is trying to do. I just had an opportunity to sit down with uh, Chandler McAvin and, and whatnot. So. Who are some of those guys? Is he one of those guys that can slow the pace down and, and cause them to maybe make some mistakes? Well, I think our whole D-line is capable of doing that. They've been absolute monsters all year, but uh, those guys are uh, Jack Miller, Arise Appleton, uh, Chandler, Michael White, all these guys. They're just great guys, great physical players. Um, definitely able to keep uh, get some pressure in there, contain the quarterback, get in there uh, for some tackles for losses for the running back. Um, also, Mal and White, Brian Felix, our linebackers, they're able to come in there, put a pop on somebody. They're, they're great players as well, really physical guys. Bringing to the, the headaches, the the Knights kind of setting up wondering, you know, last year, the year before and whatnot, just things that didn't go your way. Now looking back at that saying, now you're on the stage in the Dome, Class AA championship for Section 3, you're smiling right now. I mean, this is something that didn't happen overnight. This is, this wasn't an easy road. It wasn't a fairy tale. This was, you know, going through the gates of hell and pushing. So just bring me into that. Well, one game I could tell you that uh, still haunts me from last year is definitely that Central Square game. We're winning, like, the whole game, and we end up, losing it 14 to 12 when they're driving down the field uh, and they win that but to push through that year we knew we had something special this year we knew from after I think the Beville game from this year everybody came together they're like wow we could do that to a team in double a football in section three yeah. that's crazy like to, we had I think we've had maybe three two two or three shutouts this year and our coach is telling us that he hasn't had a shutout in a while, a couple of years. That's insane. And we, we're, we're really confident. Not cocky, though. We're, we're working hard, and um, we're just really happy with what we've done this year. But we're not getting complacent. We're, we still got a long road to go. 
running the rock, just what you can say, where you've gotten better, where you've improved, and the things that you've been able to do because you've obviously gotten a spotlight on you, some of the things that you did against CBA and obviously what you did against Liverpool. So, two-part question, what can you say about evolving as a runner? And then secondly, how do you make sure that it's confidence and not cockiness? Mm -hmm. So, I think something that I've gotten better as as the years uh, has gone on is I think I've become more patient. Uh, I think at the beginning of the year I was really just rushing into the hole, just hoping I, I, I saw grass, like open grass a little too quick, and I just rushed right into it. But now I'm letting my block set up, and I'm able to make a lot of the time the first guy miss and uh, go off a block. But um, also for the second part, um, how to make sure that it's confidence, not cockiness. Nobody's saying in here, oh yeah, no, they're not all that. They're because we know we're they're a very respectable opponent. They're really a great team, and we know we're going to have to work for it. Um, and nobody in our locker room is saying, yeah, this is just going to get handed to us. Nothing in life is handed to us. So we we, we know we got to work for it, and uh, that's what we're going to do. Coach has there's something that he does that, that, that he said you know he kind of took from his time and and growing and learning as as a coach and that is at the end of the game when you have another game when you win and you have life it's the next opponent that you cheer you don't say one two three West Jenny one two three Wildcats it's one two three CNS it was one two three CBA it was one two three Liverpool what does that do for the team is is there is there something special about that yeah because uh, I mean everybody obviously everyone wants to go maybe party that night that we won the game but I think saying that right there just makes us turn the page uh, and I think this year that's really worked out well for us because nobody's saying it like next week's talking about like oh yeah dude we won that game we could do anything we're turning the page and we're focusing like the next day we're, we're in the film room watching film on that next team that we're playing and it just makes us turn the page and help us focus on the next week. And it's uh, that early day start has really helped us this year, and I think it's what's gotten us some wins. And lastly, you're going to be inside the Carrier Dome, just what that means to you. Well, we were there last year, uh, and it was amazing. But, I mean, this is a whole new experience. This is a whole new environment. It's going to be crazy in there. It was crazy last year, but to f the fact that it's a championship, it's on TV, uh, it, this just means the world to us. A lot of us have been working for this since we were five years old, yeah. play, playing with these, these kids since for maybe 10 years, 11 years now. It's it's just awesome to know that we've worked this hard and it's paid off and we're here. And this is just what a place to play, you know. We had a tour of it. It was It's just so cool. I can't wait. That coming from Brad May of the West Genesee Wildcats and West Genesee going up against CNS for the Class AA Section 3 Championship this weekend, Saturday, November 3rd at 6 p.m. inside of the Carrier Dome. Buy your tickets now. Pre-sale, a couple dollars less than at the door, and make sure you're packing the Dome. There's been some great games at the Dome, and there's about to be another great game at the Dome between these two teams, West Genesee and CNS. Up next on the docket here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, is Jack Miller. Jack Miller has never been on the show before. This is his first time on the show, so we welcome him to the show for the first time. And uh, we have a very interesting conversation. I'm going to see if the guys see what I see as as they hear it here. And this is what Jack and I spoke about when we had the opportunity to sit down. So, you know, first and foremost, just to to look back on that adversity and look back on everything that you've had to go through to get here as a team, 
could you see the the forest through the trees, so to speak? Could you see that, that this could happen someday? Um, we've always been a really good team, like as a group, growing up, like from freshman to this year, we've always been a strong group. We've always like had the chemistry. Like JV year, we only lost one game, and um, we've always just been grinders. Like we've always played together. We know how everyone works, how everyone plays, and it's just been that's been helpful this year. So that's I did see the, like everyone kind of saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. When you go through the adversity that that you've had though, and the, and the ups and the downs. Uh, Brad brought up the Central Square game last year. When you go through games like that, like you said, you feel like everybody could see that you could get here. Did you ever have a moment as a team collectively where you maybe thought that this dream was getting a little bit out of reach at times? Well, last year, you got to think, like, everyone was, like, we were mostly juniors last year. Everyone was, like, younger and little experience at this level. Yeah. So, like, we didn't know what to expect going into last season because we only had, like, I don't even know, we had, like, less than 15 seniors on the team. And um, it was more of, like, just improving as a team than thinking like it's out of the dreams out of reach like we could easily have gotten there um it was just more of getting that experience and playing getting um like building that chemistry that we had from sophomore year back up again and i feel like that's what really got us to where we are now the chemistry, how long have you played with some of these guys? Because Brad was talking about since like fifth grade knowing these guys. Well, I started playing football in seventh grade, so it's yeah. a little different for me. But I've been playing like as like with all these kids since freshman year because kids from my middle school doesn't really stick with football. I was really one of the only few kids that stuck with it. So, I mean, yeah. it's really been these past four years for me. And, and let everybody know that doesn't know uh, your middle school, where you went, and, you know, like you said, you were one of the few that stuck with football. Yeah, I went to Camillus Middle School, and we were all right. West Shiny Middle is the other school where every, all the other, one, other kids came from, but yeah, they always beat us. They were always better, and um, um, more of the kids gravitated towards, like, one sport, and I feel like West Shiny Middle was football heavy, and... Yeah. Uh, CMS was like lacrosse and like you really gravitate towards one sport nowadays and I think that's what just happened that's just how it went so what made you want to stick with football you said you started playing in seventh grade what made you start playing in seventh grade and, and what kept you playing um, well all my friends really played in seventh grade and I actually did play flag football when I was a kid and I got back into it in seventh grade because that's really like modified so everyone really picks it up again and you see if you like it or not and my dad played in college and I really looked up to him like that and I wanted to maybe get to the college level someday. Yeah. Where did he play? I played at Bucknell University right. and um, I basically just like looked up to my dad and I wanted to play throughout high school. He always uh, harped on the fact that you only get one high school career and you look back on these memories for your whole life. So I stuck with as many sports as I could going up through uh, middle school and into high school. So with all the sports that you have played, rank them to me. I mean, is, is, is football number one, and where does everything else fall? Um, it's more seasonal. Like, okay. when you're in football season, you really dread getting into hockey season. And then when yeah. you're in hockey season, you don't want to get into lacrosse season. It's always like, once you're in it and you get everything, you get under your feet again, it's like, yeah, it's your favorite sport from that point on. Like, it's hard to explain, but, like, once you... 
get practicing and you get your feel back for the game, you like it's your favorite sport at the time. Do you ever take a break? Ever? No. <laughs> I've played three sports throughout my entire life, honestly. I've played several different sports and I've never really taken a break from them. What makes that okay with you? What, what you know, I mean, the, the drive, you seem to be very calm, yeah. cool and collected. So is that kind of how you, you attack it in life? I mean, is it you go out and you're ferocious out there playing lacrosse, playing hockey, playing football, and then maybe your downtime is more calm? Is, is that kind of how it is, the balance? Yeah, it's tough to balance, but I really, um, I'm not really like, I don't know, I take it day by day I don't really think into the future I just kind of play I mean it's fun like I love it like yeah there's days where practice is tough but I mean it's the games that you live for and the experience like there's nothing better than Friday night lights under for um, both football and for hockey like those games are insane and lacrosse during the uh, spring it's more like it's not my number one sport I'd say that lacrosse is probably the least ranked if I had to rank them like yeah okay so lacrosse is more of like a conditioner for me like I stay in shape with lacrosse and I still do enjoy it a lot but it's more of like uh yeah like conditioning for my other two sports now I'm a comic book fan so Somebody sees you, you got a kind of a Clark Kent look. Do you get? Do you have you? Do you get that? I mean, and do you have kind of that motif of okay, you know, I'm Clark Kent in my in my like calm life in, in class, but I'm Superman when I'm on the field. I'm Superman when I'm on the ice. Yeah. Is there a notion of that? And have you heard it before? Uh, people do tell me that I look like Clark Kent, but I never really thought of it like that. I kind of just go with the flow. I kind of just not bad to be compared to Superman. Yeah, I know it's not bad, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just kind of just go with the flow and stick with my sports and not really think about anything else. This team, to speak, you're DN on the team, to speak on the line as a whole, just what you could say about what this line has brought and if you feel that this line can slow down a team like CNS that obviously wants to speed up the tempo. Uh, we got, we're really deep on the line. We got Chandler who is just a big athlete. He makes plays left and right. We got Aris. Um, he's just a big, gritty kid. He is physical, and we got a bunch of other kids. Michael White is stepping up. Uh, he's another great athlete. He's quick. Um, I don't know who I'm forgetting. Cole Wade was really well. Too. He did amazing, too. He's just a physical kid. He just loved the game, but he's obviously hurt this week with a concussion. Um, and we got a bunch of kids that are just gritty and uh, know how to play deep like D-line is like it's not the easiest to play but like we practice it so much that everyone's equally like there's no weak spots on our D-line right now in my opinion you've been in a couple games here in the playoffs this year where you're at home against CBA and you defeat them 38 to 8 and then you go to CNS you play Liverpool and it's 17 to 14 just to speak on how your team can be a chameleon and win those tight games as well as be the team that blow somebody out um i feel like in those games where it's a blowout i mean it's still like a sequence of events like it's you get up by three touchdowns and the other team kind of sits down and they give up whereas like in those close games it's back and forth back and forth so i mean with us we can blow a team out and then the next week we can maintain our uh, close games and we can stick with teams and like we just, 
honestly, we care like a lot about the sport and our team. Like we don't want the season to end and we play for our season and we play for each other because this is probably the tightest knit team I've ever been on in my life. Like everyone's my brother on this team. And um, I feel like we just play for each other and no matter if we blow a team out or it's a really close game, we don't let up. Why is this team so close? Why is it a brotherhood? Why is it the closest team you've been on? Um, I don't know. I just, everyone, like, in other teams, there's, like, clicks. Like, there, you have, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain that. But you have clicks on some other teams, and then on this team, no one's left out. Like, everyone's included in everything, and everyone's talked to. There's not a single kid on this team that I don't personally love. Like, I don't know. It's just a different vibe than some of my other teams. That you've been on, and in, in, in seeing this game that's coming up, you're going to be in the Carrier Dome. It's a huge moment, Class AA Section 3 Championship. You have one loss this season. It's to CNS, 27-10. Mm -hmm. They have no losses. So this game, bring me into it. Is, it. is it a revenge game? Is it a chip on your shoulder game? Is it, you know, I mean, just how you see this team, because the only thing that's stood between you and perfection this year so far is them, yeah. and here they are again. Um, I think this is our perfect scenario because we have all the mojo right now. Like, we're going into this game with nothing to lose. If, like, say we do lose this game, like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that. We're not going to lose this game. But, like, they have, they have to defend their undefeated season. They have all this hype around them, and they have, they have all the pressure in this game. We just get to go out there and try our best, and, like, we have – we can give 100%. We can just go out there and not even have to worry about, like, oh, like, what if we do lose, like, every, all that. But I feel like we have all the mojo, and that's all that a team needs in a game like this is the mojo.